Hello, and welcome to Nervous Nellies, the show about nervous energy and music. You're listening on Sin with Bailey. I'd like to start by acknowledging and paying respect to the custodians of the land I'm recording on, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional custodians of the lands our content reaches and on which Sin partner organizations stand. So this episode will be a fairly even blend of live instrumentals and electronica. Sometimes songs will use both, use instrumentals to emulate electronic production, or vice versa. But throughout, the intent is to make a nervous listening experience out of down-tempo, but not smooth, music. If you want to hear music in podcasts from previous episodes, then check out the show page on the Sin website for embeds, or follow us on Facebook at Nervous Nellies and Instagram at Nervous.Nellies for full set lists. And to start us off is Vanishing by Architecture in Helsinki. You just heard Vanishing by Architecture in Helsinki. You're listening to Nervous Nellies on Sin with Bailey. So, being the first artist played on the episode makes Architecture in Helsinki our Nervous Nelly of the Week. This band is one of my most played Australian groups on the show. With that frequency, you'd think I've done a segment on them by now. But I found it hard, because they're more on the cusp of abrasive down-tempo, in the sense that they are usually either one or the other, but often not both. What you heard was the closing track to their debut album, Fingers Crossed, back from 2003. There's a mix of drum machines and other electronics with brass and wood winds underneath soft-spoken vocals, and that mixture is the benchmark for their more eclectic work showcased in 2005's In Case We Die and onwards. There, the orchestration further diversifies, but not to the degree of Baroque or chamber pop, more the frantic energy of a one-man band grabbing at whatever's in reach. The schools of instruments used are inconsistent between songs, and samples range from everything up to and including using a jackhammer during an instrumental break. But despite the chaos, the tone is generally twee and upbeat, so not really nervous in the sense of quiet intensity that the show usually goes for. And after this album, they slide into synth-pop territory, with the song Contact High from 2011's Moment Bends probably being what the band is known best for. In contrast, electronics are used very little elsewhere in Fingers Crossed. It has the down-tempo tone down pat in a contemplative yet childlike way, as if they were the Australian counterparts to Icelandic electronic outfit Moon, just for the trajectory towards synths instead of away from them. So in this sense, I couldn't play much else from the album, except maybe the single Imaginary Ordinary, to get across this quiet intensity. So if you choose to explore the music further, I would encourage you to listen to both their early and late career albums, and consider the extremes they leap between, even if it all falls under the label of twee pop, because their ability to make erratic songs intimate and vice versa is at the heart of all their work, even if individual albums gravitate more to a given side of the spectrum. Anyway, up next is If I Had Been Able by The Dylan Group. You just heard If I Had Been Able by The Dylan Group. You're listening to Nervous Nellies 
on sin with Bailey. This song will be the focus of our new Negative Nancy's segment, where I take past Nervous Nellies of the week and play additional songs of theirs, which highlight how compositional techniques of theirs, previously described as nervous, can also appear in upbeat or even pop-oriented contexts. I'm partly doing this to diversify the range of genres on the show, and also to highlight the broad reach of experimental production in the mainstream. In the case of the Dylan Group, I previously aired their album single Division Long. This song embellished the duo's vibraphone with backmasking and reverb to create an electronic or dub-like track out of a live instrumental. And I call it nervous for being the inverse trajectory of 90s indie rock like Primal Scream, who collaborated with electronic producers like Andy Weatherall to help them pivot into dance music. Instead, the Dylan group take cues from dance music for their live performances, but they're also just genuinely committed to exploring the boundaries of rhythmic and melodic percussion. In that sense, covering electronic music isn't as integral to their sound as explorations of rhythm-based lounge instrumentals, which is another conversation entirely, one to do with smooth or background music, and whether instrumentals default to that if they aren't progressive in some way. The track If I'd Been Able is a non-album single, and their first release on Fat Cat Records. It isn't even all that more upbeat, but doesn't necessarily take cues from anything like Division Long does. And as far as their non-electronic-influenced music goes, it isn't even that representative. Although their instrumentals on their final album, 2000's Erklang Search, for example, are more Brazilian-influenced, sporting trumpets and guitars. If anything, their live album, Regrouped, from a 2016 reunion tour in Japan, is a good cross-section of their repertoire. But most striking is that their set closer is Erklang Search Opener Avila, which is effectively an exercise in melodic percussion acrobatics, with extremely rapid intervals and glissandos with no reverb in stark contrast to the band's standard treatment of vibraphones. Of course, the live version goes for much longer than the original song, and ends with an extended dub-like treatment on every drum beat, so the rhythm percussion ends up ringing out, even when the vibes don't. But the point is that the group kind of is exercises in percussion first, and nervous recreations of electronic music second, and tracks like If I Had Been Able remind me of that. Anyway, up next is Fly by Tajiko Noriko. You just heard Fly by Tajiko Noriko, and you're listening to Nervous Nellies on Sin with Bailey. We're also reaching the halfway point, so just as a reminder, if you want to see the set list and podcast for this or previous episodes, to check out the show page on the Sin website, and follow Nervous Nellies on Facebook and Nervous.Nellies on Instagram. So up next is this week's Drone Zone. This one is going to be Empty Orchestra by Jansen, Barbieri, and Takimura. This is a once-off collaboration between Steve Jansen and Richard Barbieri with Nervous Nelly's favorite, Nobukazu Takimura. My understanding is that Jansen and Barbieri are their own duo, more often than not, and occasionally cycle in a third collaborator. I also learned recently that the duo played drums and keys in the late 70s to early 80s band Japan, 
which further convinces me of the pipeline from New Wave to 90s experimental electronica, especially considering frontman David Sylvian's ongoing collaboration with Yellow Magic Orchestra member Ryoichi Sakamoto happening at the same time. That said, the electronic influence is more subtle on this album. Empty Orchestra is probably the most synthetic composition, aside from the piano. Given it sports a rapid click track, rippling sounds coming in and out, and keyboard presets playing melody fragments on loop and slowly layering over one another. The sole piano line is more at home in tracks like album opener Sun Trap in the Sea, which takes cues from 90s trip-hop by using original acoustic instrumentals, just looped. At the very least, Empty Orchestra is made more organic by sharing this compositional sensibility. So listen for yourself, and again, the song is by Jansen Barbieri Takemura. You just heard Empty Orchestra by Jansen Barbieri Takemura. You're listening to No Snellies on Sin with Bailey. That's all the song analysis I have for you tonight. I want to thank you for listening. And if you want to see the set list and podcast for this or any previous episode, then check out the show page on the Sin website or follow Nervous Nellies on Facebook or Nervous.Nellies on Instagram. And to end things on a rocker, up next is Calvary Scars 2 slash Orcs Out by Deer Hunter. <laughs>